Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like a full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. All from TireRack.com. TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. Traveling for college hoops this winter? Pro tip, stay at a graduate hotel. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni. Nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns. And get this, you can save up to 30% with the code DOUG. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book your basketball stays at graduatehotels.com. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. All right, welcome into the pod. It's a Thursday. We're getting ready for Thursday Night Football. We'll give you our picks. Plus, uh, Will Brinson's going to join us. Will Cam Newton take another snap as quarterback of the Carolina Panthers? And Pat Mahomes and Drew Brees kind of be making look like a genius for what I said about Andrew Luck. Let's get after it. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the red-hot city of Angels. Man, is it hot. 
How hot is it? Um, hotter than Dan Byer on the golf course yesterday. Hello! Uh, Dan Byer is our resident uh, radio scratch golfer. He's not really a scratch golfer, but he's a radio scratch golfer. He's like one of those, like, I played well at the Torrey Pines Open, and so people are like, man, you're really good. I was terrible yesterday. Uh, we won the Pro-Am at the Torrey Pines at the Farmers Insurance Open. I wasn't on Dan Byer's team. He won yesterday. What is the correlation there, right? Dan Byer's actually the, he's actually the good golfer. Anyway, um, do you guys remember when I caught a little bit of heat, just a little bit of heat, from, <clears throat> well, everybody in sports on Twitter, um, when I said that uh, it was very millennial of Andrew Luck, where he was, it was too hard to rehab his litany of injuries. Remember that? So, um, I guess you guys remember that time. It was... Oh, way back in mm, August. And my reaction was, the, the reaction was interesting because I felt like people, obviously they went personal towards me and they freaked out about the word millennial. And you name it, the sports and, you know, everyone on Twitter tried to be tough and I'm the worst ever and, you know, I'm a, this, I'm of that. And I simply pointed out like, hey, look, man, you can say what you want to say about me. But the fact is that Andrew Luck first probably walked away from a team capable of making it to the Super Bowl. Secondly, the rules in the NFL are such where it's really hard to hit a quarterback. Not hard to get a quarterback hurt as we've had a bunch hurt, but it's hard to hit a quarterback. And third, most importantly, this is not how NFL players have purported themselves it just isn't it's not how they've carried themselves they have been the, the toughest hombres of any hombre that's who they are funny thing happened on the way to me being the worst most uh disgusting radio host ever it kind of feels like a little bit of sweet vindication how so said uh, said the said the listener well pat mahomes may play this sunday as they take on the Green Bay Packers. And I was listening to Chris Carter, a Hall of Famer on First Things First, say this about how football players play football. This is what the greatest football players ever played this game. This is what they have done. The reason why the league is what it is. In this brutal sport, guys have played through being injured and chancing their career. That's what the league is made on. So it's going to be hard to keep Patty Mahomes. Just as you were shocked that he was at practice yesterday, I'll be shocked if he's not under center on Sunday, especially after participating in a Wednesday practice that you don't have to. He could have easily set out Wednesday, Thursday, said, I'm going to test drive it on Friday, which is the normal routine. Huh. This, by the way, was Drew Brees's, Drew Brees earlier today on his status, getting ready for Sunday's game against the Arizona Cardinals. Are you going to play this week? That's the plan. We'll see. What, what will go into your decision? Is it your decision? Just making sure I can be me. Is it strictly your call or is it the whole organization? What will go into the whole final decision to see if you play? I think I'll tell Sean if I'm ready and he'll believe me. He said making sure you're you. Do you feel like you? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. But man, I got to get into practice and get some live reps. You know, I just need I need some competition. Pat Mahomes doesn't have to play this weekend. He he doesn't. You know, I mean, like let's just kind of call it what it is. Pat Mahomes is a dude who is going to make $40 million a year. He's going to be the face of the franchise. He could sit out for the rest of the season, and no one would say he's soft because of it because he has such a remarkable future ahead of him. Such a remarkable future ahead of him. And Drew Brees doesn't have to play this weekend against the Arizona Cardinals. Right, like Teddy Bridgewater is doing well enough against the rest of the league, against the Arizona Cardinals, Drew doesn't have to play. Like they're having a great season. Come back when you're ready. But football players play football and they love to brag about how tough they are and how much they can quickly rehab. And I don't care what a doctor tells me, I'm going to make it on the field. I don't even need the coach to clear me. I'm going to tell Sean Payton when I'm ready to be me. Right? It's like toughness to a fault. And then toughness to a fault. Um, but, but I see it and I'm sitting there going like, yes, this is the norm. The exception is what Andrew Luck did. That's the exception. The exception is what Andrew Luck did. Right? Andrew Luck is a dude who went through a ton of injuries and his body was apparently quitting on him. And he said, enough is in fact enough. And, you know, look, there's a lot that goes into it because he did come from money. He is remarkably bright. There are other things outside of football for him, but even that, that is a new age kind of millennial way of thinking. Football players are generally Neanderthals. They just are. And I mean that in the most endearing way, right? Like there are some players, some former players who believe that what the league should do is just have guys sign a waiver saying they know you're going to get brain damage from what they're playing. Like why change football? We love football. No matter what it's going to do to our brains and make us mush, just sign a waiver and admit that football is a gladiatorial sport. Why? Because that's who football players are. Most of them, the exceptions and the new age guys, they want, they don't just want guaranteed money. They want less practices, same, less, you know, better travel. Hey, if possible, fewer games, maybe more weeks off, which is what people have been fighting for for years. But now the willingness to walk away from it because, hey, there's more to me than football and rehabbing is really hard. And sometimes the injuries can be gruesome. That's just not football guy. So I don't feel a little... I feel a lot of sweet vindication. I honestly do. A lot of sweet vindication over um, a lot of sweet vindication over my Andrew Luck comments because this is who football players have become. Right? They have become guys on a smaller scale that want everything right. Maybe not all of them, or maybe that's the new age. Maybe that's the next wave. But Pat Mahomes, they'll say, well, he's a throwback. I'm the bad guy when I simply point out that this is kind of a millennial way of, hey, remember, even Andrew Luck said, I, you know, I, football is not fun. I want it to be fun. That's a millennial way of thinking. 
is that work has to be fun. Whereas the older way of thinking was, hey, isn't the fun when you win? Right? That's Lane Johnson versus the Patriots. Lane Johnson with the Eagles is like, man, we have fun here. They don't have fun. The Patriots are like, ah, fun is in winning. Practicing, preparing, figuring out the other team. That's the fun. That's the true fun of this thing. So I'm fully aware and fully understand um, that you may believe, you may believe that I'm a, uh, uh, some sh- shock jock radio host. And I was calling out Andrew Luck, but I was simply pointing out that whether it's Drew Brees potentially playing against the Arizona Cardinals or Pat Mahomes potentially playing against the Green Bay Packers before they really need to in games that mean very little, right? Like the Chiefs are going to win their division. Their division stinks. The only possible challenger is the Chargers and the Chargers are three games back. Three. Three games back. And Mahomes is likely to be back both times they play the Chargers. And the Chargers' schedule gets more difficult. They're making the playoffs no matter what. They're winning the division no matter what. And for the Saints, same thing. And the Saints are playing against one of the worst defenses in the NFL. So unless, you know, he thinks Teddy Bridgewater is going to take his job, which he's not, what are we doing? Right? What is actually going on? What is actually going on? It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. That, that's sweet vindication from your boy right here. Kyrie Irving had a great night last night in his debut for the Nets, but how long will the honeymoon last? I'll explain next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Doug Olive Show, Fox Sports Radio. So while Dan Beyer was tearing up Monarch Beach, uh, Monarch uh, Bay uh, Golf Club, and I was, uh, music, you ever had a Greyhound? I have never ridden a Greyhound. No, no, no. no. Have you ever had a Greyhound? Oh, have I ever had a Greyhound? <laughs> uh, no, I've never had a Greyhound dog, no. Grey, uh, no, a Greyhound, no. Have you ever had a drink called a Greyhound? No, I'm not a okay. Guy. Yes, I have had a Greyhound. Isn't that vodka and grape, uh, grapefruit juice? Yes. Grapefruit juice. Not grape juice. Wow, grape it took juice. us a long time to get to that end point. But <laughs> it, yeah. really, it really, really did. Um, was I confusing? Was I, he... I'm not sure, but... <laughs> Ramos, was I confusing or was he just confused? I, You know, I love Ryan Music a lot. I think he was jumping ahead of your question, like trying to answer you before he really heard what you were saying. So that's why he kept answering it wrong. Um, anyway, I I uh, I did ride the Greyhound yesterday, but a different kind of Greyhound, the Greyhound drink. That's what I wrote. The Greyhound drink. So, um, yeah, I had a great day. We had a great day, a lot of fun. Um, Cowherd spoke, Sean Hannity spoke. It was it was it was pretty cool. But while all this was going on, the NBA had its first kind of full slate of games. And if you've been listening to our updates, there was some interesting 
uh, final scores, right? The Hornets, who everybody thought would be terrible again, end up beating the Bulls, who have been terrible. Lowry Markinen, 35 and 17, right? Uh, meanwhile, Charlotte thought they were getting a big time point guard uh, from from the Boston Celtics and Terry Rozier, and it's 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 actually Devontae Graham who has the better game, right? So, uh, you know, the Magic get a win. The Pistons, surprisingly, without Blake Griffin, beat the Pacers. The 76ers paced the Celtics. The Heat smashed the Grizzlies, and they didn't have Jimmy Butler. The uh, Wizards lost to the Mavericks. That's kind of expected. The Spurs end up beating to the Knicks. Uh, probably game one of the games of the night, or the game of the night was the Nuggets uh, Trailblazers, two teams people expect to go deep in the playoffs. And, uh, you know, Jokic wasn't great, but 20 and 13, and they get the win. But maybe the most interesting one, Suns blast the Kings. Blast the Kings. And I told you I love that Ricky Rubio trade. R Rubio is, while he's never been the shooter that people thought he'd be, he's an underrated defender. And he did a great job on De'Aaron Fox last night, and their offense is so much better with a legitimate NBA starting point guard. But the surprising one, I guess, is the Brooklyn Nets lost to the Minnesota Timberwolves in overtime. Kyrie Irving had a chance to win the game. And on a spin move, he actually fell down and then still kept his dribble, stood up and shot a fadeaway. And it almost went in in kind of typical Kyrie fashion. But uh, but they lost. But still, I like no one's going to sit here. and Kyrie Irving did not have a turnover last night. Think about that. He took 33 shots, made 17, 7 of 14 from 3, 7 assists, 8 rebounds, 1 block shot, 0 turnovers, 50 points, and a plus 18 plus minus. Like, that dude played incredible, incredible. And they lost by a point. Did anybody remember Kyrie Irving last year at the start of the season? Do you guys remember how this, this thing whole started? Like, I've always told you that guy might be the most talented guard in the league, most talented point guard in the league in terms of the ability to do all of it. Not a little of it, all of it. He can pass. He can handle, right? When he wants to, he can defend. He can shoot the three. He's, I feel like, almost inarguably, almost inarguably, the, the best uh, finisher, layup man in the NBA, Right? And last year, he got off to a, to, a, to a start where he shot the ball a ton. And we all thought, well, you know, um, this is Kyrie's team. He's going to figure it out, how to work with this team that went to the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, go back and look. They blasted the Boston Celtics to start last season. And he struggled 2 of 14. He's going to have those stinkers. And what happens when he has those stinkers? Remember, this is a team that had arguably or maybe inarguably the best culture of any team in the NBA last year. That's why Kyrie was into them. That's why Durant's into them. That's what other NBA people said. And it was great last night. I mean, he was amazing. But what happens? What happens when... Um, what happens when those, those shots stop falling and the over-dribbling. Right? You almost wish that they would have won a game in which he took 15 shots 
and had 25 assists and everybody felt good. And he slowly but sure, like, and I get it. Kyrie Irving sitting there kind of peeing on every fire hydrant going like, this is my territory. But we've seen enough of Kyrie to know he has some stinkers. He will over dribble. And though it looks great to start, the second most field goal attempts on the team was Karis LeVert with 19. Third most with Torian Prince with 13. He had more attempts than the next two Nets players combined. Will everyone stay happy? For a team that was expecting to take the next step, will everyone stay happy? Stay tuned. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, 
features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Thank you, Dan. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Got a lot to get to. Um, uh, we're going to get Will Brinson on in a, in a moment. CBS Sports NFL Insider. The Josh Gordon thing is weird, right? I mean, Bayer, that that I know it didn't catch everybody by surprise because he'd been hobbled by a knee thing. But the idea that he's going to be released that seems that seems to have happened fast, right? They were the isn't that amazing? They were going to, they were the ones that stuck, stuck by their man, and now they're not. Yeah, especially too, because the Patriots have a bunch of guys on an IR, and there was the question of who was going to return and who was not going to return, and they made their decision and they make it and they move on. I guess that's maybe the, that's also the Patriot way, but yeah, I think that that was, that was surprising because, especially too, because that it's all right, this decision is final. Because they're they already have decisions with IR situations, but yeah, pretty surprising. It, it is surprising, and then I guess it's surprising to to Josh Gordon because uh, he reacted as such when uh, with the word "interesting" on his IG account, which is how all of us relay our true human feelings. Let's get to Will Brinson, CBS Sports NFL Insider. He joins us. Uh, why are the Pats running off Josh Gordon? Uh, well, Doug, you know um, I'm going to go out on a limb, and well, I don't want to be snarky about it or anything you know i'm snarky about everything but i mean i i do think that it probably has something to do with the fact that uh josh gordon has had uh you know issues off the field and um i would anticipate that just like in previous attempts with the, with the patriots and other teams that we will find out uh something relating to him and uh his future with the patriots and maybe the nfl i mean i i hope it's not the case it would be bizarre to me if um, they were just if, if everything was fine with Josh Gordon, the Patriots were cutting bait after uh, investing in him as a person and a player for this long. So I, I, I would anticipate that there is, uh, as my mother-in-law likes to say during spy thrillers, more to this story. Mm. I would I would tend to agree. Um, they had Mohamed Sanu. Everybody thinks he's a solid dude, really good player. Another former a guy who can throw the football as well. So we're waiting for the first triple pass. Um, Look, they're undefeated and they look really good, but they have played a pathetic schedule. So I guess my question to you is, how good are they really? Well, they're very good. Um, the, the Patriots as a whole are, are a very good football team. Have been for about 20 years now. Uh, that shouldn't change no matter uh, who comes into New England or who they have to play on the road, whether it's Lamar Jackson, Dak Prescott, Carson Wentz, Patrick Mahomes, Baker Mayfield, all their upcoming uh, uh, quarterbacks they have to deal with all under, I believe, by the, uh, by the way, the age of 26 
And if you look at Bill Belichick's record against quarterbacks under the age of 26, it is impeccable. So I would anticipate that these guys struggle a little bit. Um, I got a piece up on CBSSports.com right now, breaking down whether the Patriots are or could be, really, is the better question, uh, the greatest defense of all time. Statistically, through seven games, it certainly matches up against all the other great defenses in, in recent history. Um, however, as, as you point out, you know, the schedule hadn't been great. You look at the winning percentage, it's like 23%. Uh, you know, they won like 23% of the games, the teams they played. So uh, there's something to be said there. They have turned the, the, the quarterbacks they've gone against so far this season, admittedly not a, a, a murderer's row of, of, of Hall of Fame quarterbacks, except Ben Roethlisberger, basically into, on composite, Doug, uh, a 2002 version of Joey Harrington, which is, you know, Joey Harrington's rookie year, or a 2009, uh, whatever, 2009 version of Jamarcus Russell. I mean, th- like 2011 Blaine Gabbard. And they've made them like less efficient versions. It's pretty crazy how, how well they've done it. I-, I think it warrants mentioning, too, that Bill Belichick, sort of ahead of the curve in terms of uh, analytical approach to building a roster. We saw this offseason that a lot of like PFF had a pro football focus had a story about it that, you know, you, that it's more important to have coverage than it is pass rush. And it was wide, hotly debated online. Well, maybe we should just listen to Bill Belichick because he went out and spent big on cornerbacks, uh, defensive backs, and he's created this like spider web blanket on the back end that is pretty much impenetrable. And these guys operate in concert together. And I, I'm just not sure that we're going to see anybody just completely light up this defense. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. That's the voice of Will Brinson from CBS Sports. Why, why would Pat Mahomes come back and play instead of just, you know, as out of precaution, sit a couple extra weeks? <laughs> you got me. I'd say the same thing about Drew Brees, too. Like, why are you rushing back, dude? You got the bye next week and then the Falcons the week after. Come back and look great. With Mahomes, it's even crazier. Like, you, you snuck this guy at the goal line. I, I'm not trying to say that sneaks are – you know, I get it. It's random, but like you sneak the guy with a bad ankle, with the ri- at the risk of maybe hurting him further, and and he suffers a dislocated knee. I don't think the two are necessarily correlated, but you know, I mean, maybe don't throw the guy with the bad ankle into the giant pile of three hundred pound humans. I, I don't know. It seems obvious. Also, seems obvious to me that they they can't play him on Sunday night. I don't care how quickly he's back on the field. He won't be mobile. This is a team in the Packers that has a very good pass rush. This is not a game that's going to come into play in terms of at least a tiebreaker or. Um, you know, it's, it, you know, the Packers are an NFC, uh, NFC opponent. They're not going to factor into the AFC playoffs outside the win-loss column. Uh, Kansas City has a, a big lead in the division. Oakland's looking a little frisky, but, um, you know, probably, you know, still 3-3. Three and three. Denver is, is dead in the water. Uh, the Chargers are, are doing the chargery thing. And so, to me, it makes zero sense not to try and squeeze something out with Matt Moore Using the run game and a, and a suddenly lively defense, bringing back Patrick Mahomes is a is I don't want to, it's malpractice. It's, that's what it is. You don't bring him back. You let him rest. Try and win some games and just try and just stay in the hunt for that number two seed. Totally agree with you, but it's the, that that football mentality, right? With football mentality, I'm going to show you right, which is funny because and I started the show saying like I hate to say I told you so, but I don't actually. I love saying I told you so. That <laughs> I know you th- like that's the opposite of of Andrew Luck, and I I simply pointed out people maybe didn't like the term millennial or whatever. Um, but that's a newer way of, that's a different way of thinking. This is more traditional Neanderthal. I play football because I'm a football player guy, isn't it? Yeah, it was just, it's so weird to me that there's that. And I mean, I think Mahomes, look, I mean, you know, we, we all do 
we all believe we're a little more invincible when we're younger too, right? I mean, that, you know, I think Tom Brady would probably sit this one out instead, although you know, he did suit up with a, a busted thumb in the AFC Championship game. You know, I mean, I, I think that, look, it's a regular season game in week eight. You've got to play the long con here. You've got potentially the greatest quarterback in NFL history on your team in like, you know, two years in. He's a you know, reigning MVP with 5,000 passing yards and 50 passing touchdowns. Um, your team is discernibly worse when he's not healthy and he's hobbled and your offensive line can't protect him and you've got good pass rushers coming and you need to do whatever it is to make sure that Patrick Mahomes is healthy for weeks 10 through hopefully February in Miami. I mean, it's crazy to me. I just don't, a lot of times these, these, the football coaches don't see that long angle. It's not like Andy Reid is worried about job security. Um, you know, he has one goal in mind, and that's winning the Super Bowl. And to me, it's very obvious that the best way to win the Super Bowl is to have a healthy Patrick Mahomes. Well, that's the voice of Will Brinson from CBS Sports, NFL Insider. Um, last year, when I did, I did sideline for the NFL game, and I talked to them about Mitchell Trubisky, and they were all in, right? Hmm. They were just, he's the greatest kid ever and he listens and he learns and he's athletic and he's tough and he's this and he's that fast forward to this year and i'm sure he's all of those things like everyone i know likes mitch trubisky the guy the guy but um um you know we're you know you get the minnesota game which was a disaster the new orleans game which you know, statistically doesn't look terrible with two touchdowns, and no interceptions, but there's a reason they got beat 36-25. You know, uh, I'm, I'm just wondering how much goodwill there still is towards Trubisky in Chicago, especially with those front offices. Well, I mean, for at least from the fans, I would say it is certainly minimal. Um, I know a couple of Chicago fans were texting me like, hey, what can we get Foles? Like, what do we have to trade for Foles? Can we trade for Cam? Is that report serious? Um, I, I, don't, I don't know that those things are going to happen because of salary cap reasons for Foles and then for, you know, a, a variety of reasons with Cam Newton. Um, but, yeah, I think Mitchell Trubisky – here's the thing with Mitchell Trubisky, and here's the problem, and you often run into this, right? Um, Matt Nagy was hired by Ryan Pace, who also drafted Mitchell Trubisky. Right. And was sort of already on the hot seat a little bit until the Bears had a big season last year. And that took him off the hot seat. It got him Executive of the Year awards. Uh, people were praising the development of Mr. Trubisky under Matt Nagy. And then this offense took a big, big step back. I mean, the, the argument for the Bears making a Super Bowl run or making it to the playoffs was, okay, even if the defense regresses a little bit, let's say it regresses to a top 10 defense or even a top 5 defense instead of by far the best defense in football, it can be overcome by the offense taking a step forward. And instead, the offense has taken a gigantic step back. They, they have injured guys on the offensive line. Kyle Long's going to be missing for the rest of the year, most likely on IR. I guess he could return. Uh, you know, they have David Montgomery, who they traded up to, for in the draft, and they don't use him. They don't have a run game. They don't establish it. They're trying to lean on Mitchell Trubisky to throw the ball downfield. And according to Pro Football Focus, no one's been less accurate throwing down the field. So, I would say that goodwill inside the front office is still very strong there, but primarily because Ryan Pace is dependent on Mitchell Trubisky's development to save his job. I don't know that if the Bears keep losing that he is safe if, uh, if Mitchell Trubisky can't take a step forward. How did Atlanta get so bad? How did, the, how did Miami get so bad? Atlanta. How did Atlanta get so oh, bad Atlanta, so fast? Atlanta. Oh, yeah, uh, it's crazy, right? I, I don't know. Like Matt, Matt Ryan was the first guy in NFL history the other day, a few weeks ago, to complete 
75% of his passes for 350 passing yards, four touchdowns and no interceptions, and still lose. Like, you can't do that. It's, impossible. it's not impossible because he did it, but it's pretty hard to do. You know, I, I, think, I think what happened is this front office and this coaching staff with Thomas Dimitrov and, and Dan Quinn made a critical error. Uh, part and parcel of it was in, uh, built, into, built into hubris in terms of um, uh, their approach to this offseason. Part of it was, and I'm not calling them cocky, I just think they believe something would happen. And part of it was ba- banking on luck and hope. And last year, they were a very unlucky team in terms of injuries on the defensive side of the ball. But they were, and, and people pointed at it. They said, oh, this team's so unlucky when it comes to injury. And injury rate tends to, you know, regress to the mean. Like, it tends to come back to average over a period of time. And that's true. They were very unlucky on defense. But they were also very lucky on offense. And that's what nobody took into account is if you're still unlucky again this year on defense and you're unlucky on offense and you only use your early picks on offensive linemen – I mean, th- that's, that's a really aggressive strategy. Like, you trade up, you gra- draft Chris Lindstrom out of Boston College, and then you trade up and grab Ka- dra- draft Caleb McGarry, right? You're building half of your offensive line, basically, on rookies. That's a hard transition to make. And it also means that by trading up and by using those picks based on opportunity costs, you are ignoring the deepest part of the draft, which is defensive players from pick 30 to pick 100. So to me, it was a huge mistake and a huge gamble to assume everyone on defense would stay healthy and that these two offensive linemen could change your team like that when we rarely see offensive linemen, you know, with the exception of like a Quentin Nelson, step in and just dominate from day one. And, and I think that's really what's happened is they've gotten hurt again on defense. Uh, they can't, the guys who are there can't play, and uh, they can't really block for Matt Ryan or block in the run game at all, and it is spiraling downhill quickly. What do you think the likelihood is Cam ever is, is quarterback of the Panthers ever again? Mm, it goes down with every Kyle Allen win. I think these next three games are the biggest stretch of Cam Newton's career, oddly enough, and he probably won't play in them. Uh, they are at the San Francisco 49ers. You're, you're, you're out your way this week. Um, they get the Titans at home the week after that, and then they're at the Packers. If they were to go 2-1 and one or 3-0 and oh in those games, I would put it at a very low percentage of Cam Newton plays. Uh, if they go 1-2 and two or 0-3, oh Maybe even if they lose to San Francisco this week, we could see Cam sort of start practicing again. He's not making a trip out there. You know, he's going to be, he's going to be quote unquote, with the trainers, right? I mean, that, he's back at practice, but he's with the trainers. That's not the same thing. He's working with the trainers, and I think they're sort of trying to walk a fine line, see how the team does in the next three weeks. I think they're confident in Kyle Allen. They, the guys in that building believe in Kyle Allen. They really do. And um, they don't want to bring Cam back until he's 100% healthy. I can, I can promise you that. And I don't think we'll know. You know we, we can't really know when Cam will be 100% healthy. But if Kyle Allen keeps winning, I think it'll push that timeline back. I'll say, um, say 30% chance he's played his last game in a Panthers uniform. Uh, Will Brinson, of course, calls Carolina homes, covered the Panthers, well, the rest of the National Football League for years. CBSSports.com. He's an NFL insider and a writer and a very, very good one. Will, thanks so much for your time and joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show. You got it, Doug. And make sure to uh, check out the Pick 6 podcast, daily podcast on iTunes. Thanks, man. We'll do it. Uh, the Pick 6 podcast. Guess who in the NFL is already having a players-only meeting? Never a good sign. I'll tell you next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents 
a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. 
Every day at this uh, this time, we like to let Dan Beyer have some a uh, little bit of a poetic license, if you will, and play a game. Game time! This is game right. time. It's game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Beyer, all right, Dan, Mister Golf Pro Expert. <laughs> we had a what lot of help. I had a lot of help on my team yesterday, so it was it was great. Oh, that's I didn't, uh, Doug. I apologize. John threw me off because that's a that's a golf sound. It's a lawnmower where you usually don't want to play when they're mowing. But uh, the game today is guess who? All right, guess who? Doug took first team reps at quarterback for the Chiefs today. Uh, I'm going to say Pat Mahomes. No. Uh, oh, man. I thought it was going to be Pat. Matt Moore. Yeah. Yes, yes. It was a little tricky. Patrick Mahomes did take second team reps, though. That's an upgrade from yesterday where he took fourth team reps, which was news to me. I didn't think they went down to fourth team reps, but they did with the Chiefs. But Matt Moore still getting the first team reps, second team reps for Patrick Mahomes. Hmm. You think there's any chance he goes Sunday night? No. It's so unfortunate. Because you only get Chiefs Packers every four years, and it would have been Maybe, great to unless, see. unless we get in the Super Bowl. That's true. That's true. That could be a possibility. Guess who, Doug, is 3-3 three and three in the NFL and held a players-only meeting this week? Sounds like the Chicago Bears. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that is the case. Fresh off of their loss at home to the New Orleans Saints, the Bears holding that players-only meeting. I guess, I guess uh, just... I don't know, trying to clear things up, trying to clear the air, but everything may not be great in Chicago right now. Has has there ever been a good team that had a players-only meeting? <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's get together and talk about how great we are. By the way, I was I was looking. Do you know who the <laughs> Yeah, do you, do you know who the that, that's actually that's what we did last night for Fox Sports Radio, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that was, Doug, it was good on the mic on the stage. You uh, like that? You like speaking. You I mean, your season did at, at it, but I am I'm a I'm 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 very comfortable there. Do you know who the third string quarterback for the Chiefs is? Um Oh, jeez, I did. Oh man. Don't I am going to kick myself because I I I give up, but it's a name that I should know. Who is it? Kyle Shermer. Yes. Pat Shermer's son. Yep. Yeah, cuz I saw it this Former week. Vanderbilt quarterback, right? And I, yeah, and I thought to myself, "Oh, jeez. I, not that the Chiefs would need any intel to beat the Giants, but yes, that is correct. I saw it, there was a he actually was added, I believe, earlier this week. Uh, guess who, Doug, is a new manager that compared analytics versus old school as quote data versus art end quote. What new manager made that comparison? Hmm, I'm gonna go with well, new manager Joe Girardi. No, he, he just got named. Yeah, and I should say uh, new manager to that team because he had been managing previously. Joe Madden. Yeah, yeah. That that is the comment that he made today as he is being introduced as the Angels' new skipper. I'll well, give you a pass on that one. It's interesting because uh, you know Joe Girardi today. Uh, you know, it leaked out that he's going to be the new manager of the Philadelphia Phillies. I don't know if that's become official yet or what. He's going to be the. Um, and. This is what we do in management. So we do with coaches. We do with players, right? The pendulum swings. You had Gabe Kapler, who was tied to analytics, uh, 
And now you bring in Joe Girardi, who fought the analytics battle when he was with the Yankees. So, um, look, the analytics thing, the crowd is huge in baseball. I, and I, I think that Joe Madden paints it as art is a very good, it is subjective. And I think that's what he's trying to paint this in. And some art is good and some stinks. Mm-hmm. This is now a freebie. Guess who, Doug, just got themselves a manager with a World Series title? That would be the Philadelphia Phillies. Yeah. yeah that would be correct. Yeah, Joe Girardi going to be taking over in Philadelphia. Guess who, Doug, is a big name that could be traded sooner rather than later, depending on a grievance hearing with Major League Baseball. It's kind of tricky because this news has kind of been flying under the radar. Um, wait, one more time. Okay, guess who is a yeah. big name in Major League Baseball? Yeah, I got it. That could be traded sooner rather than later, depending on a grievance hearing. Big name in Major League Baseball traded sooner rather than later because of a grievance hearing. Can I get a hint? Uh yes. How about uh, NL Central player? What is the grievance? I don't know. I know it's Anthony An- Rizzo. I don't know. Oh, no, you were really close. Chris Bryant of the Cubs. Chris Bryant. Yeah, He's, Chris Bryant's been banged up, yeah. And he filed a grievance, remember, with his call-up for when the Cubs sent him to the minors? Right, for because, n- because he wanted to get paid early. Yep. Yeah, yeah. They wanted to keep an extra year of control of him, so they sent him down for nine days. He's had this grievance against the team. Uh, reports out of Chicago, ESPN 1000, and others saying that this grievance hearing is going on, and if, if Bryant wins the grievance hearing, he actually would be eligible for free agency following next season instead of 2021, which maybe would make the Cubs want to trade him this offseason with just mm. one year remaining on his contract. Because they don't want to pay him that yes. huge sum of money. Yeah, so that's, that's something it. to watch this offseason. It is something to watch. Guess and that's, who, go ahead, you oh, got I got, one? Yeah, I was, you uh, got, we got time. Uh, guess who will be back fighting on January 18th? Conor McGregor. Yeah. yeah. Says he can't give away the name because then the UFC would mess with him, but he's going to fight in Las Vegas on January 18th. The date, uh, according to uh, Dana White, said, well, nothing's official, but that would be the target date for the fight. And uh, finally, Doug, guess who on the crew came within a foot of an albatross during yesterday's Fox Sports Premier Network golf That would be Dan Beyer. Yeah. So close, Doug. Still don't have a hole-in-one, don't have an albatross, but came within a foot. Guys from Car Shield were uh, the guys in my group yesterday. They did a lot of the heavy lifting as well, and that's how we came away with the title. Yeah, nothing like a game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. It does say something about your group when you're like, when, like how hardworking they are. When you sit there and go like, hey, yo, um, you guys are really good golfers. You guys really must work hard. The car show guys are like, oh, yeah, we work really hard. They're all scratch golfers. <laughs> the M Drive guys who I was with, uh, they were a terrible group of golf. I mean, they were bad. But they're all mid-30s, kid, little kids, n- didn't have a ton of time, and more into fitness than I thought into, into how, golf. How many times did you say, I'm going to hit my M Drive when you were teeing off? Oh, yeah. I, did, I never oh. said it once. I wish I had you in my group. <laughs> Baker Mayfield wants to be a trailblazer. Sometimes being a trailblazer can be a good thing. Sometimes not so much. Where is Baker Mayfield headed? We discuss next on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! 
and even checkouts not until four so because the american express platinum card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants elevated experiences at live events and 4 p.m late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through amex travel that's the powerful backing of american express see how to elevate your experiences at americanexpresscom slash with amex terms apply what up doug gottlieb show fox sports radio NBA is here. Uh, World Series is two games in. We got an NFL game tonight. Man, good time of year, right? College football games tonight. College football this weekend. Lot and lot and lot to get to. Lot to get to. Um, I am fascinated, fascinated by the fact that, look, I don't pick things often, but something told me that the Nationals we're going to do well in the World Series. I did pick the Nationals to win the World Series. I did not say they would sweep the Houston Astros, but kind of interesting on how much the Astros have stru- how much the Astros have struggled. Um, and the Nationals take a commanding two games done lead, and they return home. And now, all of a sudden, you know, you get down three none. That no one's ever come back from that in the World Series. Only once in the uh, CS, and Anibal Sanchez gets a chance to pick up the ball and kind of end this thing. And end this thing. And we'll see what Zach Grinke has. He's been up and down a little bit in the playoffs, but a great, great pitcher who has World Series experience. Um, this was Baker Mayfield, Browns quarterback, being asked about getting fined $12,500 for criticizing the refs after their loss to the Seahawks. Well, one, I wouldn't say it's complaining when it was blatantly obvious. I'd say that's just stating facts. Freedom of speech, I thought, you know, it's okay, but I get fined for it. It's the league. That's what they do. They fine you for some ridiculous things. It's just how it is, but there's a reason everybody's talking about it. I knew I was going to get fined, but it needs to be said. People have to be held accountable for their job. When it affects my job, it, it sucks because it's not in my control. Sometimes you're a trailblazer and it sounds like a good idea. And it works out. And sometimes you're a trailblazer and it sounds like a good idea. And it doesn't work out. You know? Um, there was this company in 1996 called Web TV. One of the people who founded the company worked with Steve Jobs in the early days of Apple. His vision for Web TV was to create the first TV that was connected to the internet. The company existed with some moderate success but it never really reached its full potential after being purchased by Microsoft, getting rebranded, and was eventually shut down. Now almost everyone has a smart TV, so clearly it was a good idea, but it was poorly executed, and it was also implemented in a time where the world just wasn't ready for it. Right? I mean, part of the issue in 1996 was most people didn't have the internet. When they did, it was dial-up internet. And until the days kind of now of fiber, like you just didn't have the speed, right? Just didn't have the speed, let alone, you know, it wasn't a computer in every home. It just, it was, it was ahead of its time. I'd make the case that ESPN, the phone was ahead of its time. The idea you want to be a quarterback who speaks its mind, who criticized the league, who kind of has that arrogance. Hey, I know what I'm doing here whatever it's $12,500 it's chump change look at all like that sounds like a good idea and we haven't had one of those in a while we've had quarterbacks critical of the league in the past Jim McMahon 
Jim McMahon. But when you're Baker Mayfield and you're struggling so far this season, clearly, and you have so much hype, so much hype surrounding you and your teammates, right? So much hype. Um, I think that there's, and, and you're kind of underachieving right now, like it's okay to eat a little humble pie or even to no comment it. You know, I already got fined $12,500. I said what I said. I'm not going to comment on it. But instead, he always has to comment. He's just that guy. Sometimes your trailblazer leads to success. You know, even after some early bumps in the road. That's Steph Curry. Steph had injuries. Steph was very offensive-minded. He took some shots that everybody was like, man, I don't know. I don't know where the shots. Now, people are trying to play like Steph Curry. Steph Curry range. Right? Part of it was the timing of the league, right? Embracing the three-point shot, the finesseful game with the way it's officiated. You know, the fact, I mean, some of it was dumb luck. The Warriors offered him as part of the trade to get Andrew Bogut. And instead, the, the Bucks chose Monte Ellis. Like, you got to be a little bit lucky sometimes, not just good. But this whole trailblazer thing sounds like a great idea until it comes time to execute it. And... Sometimes then you fall hard on your face. It just doesn't work out for you. Yeah. I mean, yesterday, Freddie Kitchen said, hey, I like money. I'm not going to comment on refs. Now, Freddie Kitchen doesn't make nearly as much as Baker Mayfield, and he doesn't have the commercials that Baker Mayfield has. But nonetheless, you know, that's essentially no comment. And um, you don't have to, like, you already paid the fine. You may think, hey, it's double jeopardy, and now I'm going get to get one last jab in. But again, what's the point? Who else does, ask yourself, who else does that? Who else does that? Aaron Rodgers has done it, but to protect his teammates and to protect Clay Matthews, right? And think about Aaron Rodgers, who is the most talented quarterback in the NFL, but still isn't necessarily always beloved. It's like one guy. The rest of them are all just like, hey, I'm just... Fat girl at the prom, happy to be here. Brady, Eli, Daniel Jones, I mean, heck, Philip Rivers, all right, Matt Ryan, Andy Dalton, Kirk Cousins, Russell Wilson. What do they, Jared Goff? What do these guys say that's like, it's one of those. It's one of those producer things. We used to have it at one of the other places uh, I, I worked, where you know you used to have to send out. Do you guys send out show notes? Do you, do you have to do that um, rhyme music? Where yeah, you you're s- supposed to before the show send out you know the rundown, just a central map out of what we plan to accomplish, and then after the show, one little highlight email of you know like, hey, by the way, if if you didn't see it, this is what we did on today's show. So something to that effect. Right. And, you know, the big thing is you want to have a big name guest, right? Cindy Katz books our guest. She does a great job and she's done it for years and years and years and worked really, really hard. But, you know, the, the, you want to get a quarterback, man, right? Tell me something Dak Prescott has said that, that's controversial. Drew Brees. Remember that? Remember that time, Drew Brees? Like, nope. Nope. Even Jameis Winston, he says controversial, like stupid socially 
awkward situations. But he's not critical of the league or his teammates or his team. Like, just not how he rolls. So I, I get that Baker, we felt like he could be a trailblazer. He could be a breakthrough guy. He could. He's a WWE character come to life. Right? He's kind of short and pudgy and not as elegant an athlete or as talented a thrower as some other guys in the league, but he's Baker Mayfield, right? You tell him. You tell him otherwise. And um, I don't know. I, I look at it and I say, if it's me, if it's me, I would just keep my mouth shut. Even if you already got the fine. You know what? I disagree with the fine, but I'm a big boy. I said what I said. I'm going to no comment the rest. That's what everybody does. That's what everybody does. But that's not Baker, and Baker's just trying to be that guy who can say whatever he wants. Like, dude, you have to be so good. Because what happens is, yeah, the league will pile on you. Oh, you don't like that flag? Here's another one. You don't like that holding call? Here's another one. Like... They're human beings too. They can be petulant. They can be bratty. They can be all these things. Um, but instead, instead, um, you're sitting there and you're Baker Mayfield and he wants to continue to kind of twist the knife and that's the league. They do what they do and they just take money and like, what are you doing? Trailblazing can be really hard. Against the grain can be really hard. And then I think one of the things that happens as you get older, you get easier, right? Cowherd's told me this. He's like, man, as I get older, I just get easier. I'm just trying to help people out and, you know. But I think you get older, you get easier because you do realize that sometimes the easy way is the smart way and it's the more fulfilling way. All right, let's, let's get to some basketball coming next. Ben Simmons and the 76ers got a win to start the season last night. And there's one big criticism of his game. I think there's still plenty of time for it, him to grow. I'll prove it to you next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. 
With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Doug Gottlieb show, Fox Sports Radio. Ben Simmons did not attempt a three-point shot last night. Not one. And he, he took and made one in the preseason, and, and Twitter went crazy. And we started to ask ourselves, could Ben Simmons become a three-point shooter? Ben Simmons, 24 points, 16 field goal attempts, 11 makes, 9 assists, 8 rebounds. And if you want to pick it apart, no, he did not shoot a three. Blake Griffin's first three years in the NBA shot 61% from the free throw line. Now he shoots 74% ever since. His first four years in the NBA, he shot 23% on three-point attempts. Last year, um, excuse me, two years ago, his eighth NBA season, 34%. Last year, 36%. You know, the, the thing is, guys, generally, generally, unless their shot is completely busted, they just get better. People, yeah, go ahead and point, go ahead. Look at the first five years, Michael Jordan is a three-point shooter, below 20%. Different era, different volume of threes, didn't work on it as much. But the idea is he became a better shooter over time. Right? That, that's, the, that's the part about Westbrook that was odd was as he got older, all of a sudden, now he's making a lower percentage of three-point shots and a much lower percentage of the free throw line. That's the exception. The rule is everybody else gets better. 
you just develop it. You, you know, it's the old 10,000 hours deal, right? 10,000 hours, tons of reps. That's what ends up happening. That's what ends up happening. So I, I'm not as concerned. Am I concerned about Ben Simmons a little bit only in that, you know, like it becomes such a thing. You kind of over, overthink it, right? You overthink it. But the other part to Ben Simmons, which he does so many other things well, that if the three-point shooting, like if you want to compare him to Magic Johnson, right? Like Magic Johnson wasn't a shooter early in his career. He became a very good three-point shooter, and he shot kind of a shot put type shot. It was more of a set shot. Not anything you'd teach anybody else. You'd never go like, hey, you know what you need to shoot like? Shoot like Magic. You could make it like Magic made it at the end of his career, but you don't want to shoot like Magic Johnson. No way. Shot was all kinds of busted. All kinds of busted. So I, I look at it and I'm not freaking out because he barely played in college. He didn't. The only part that I would point out that would say like, man, I'm a little concerned because he took a year off to start his career. But that's why the that's why the Blake Griffin numbers hold up. Right. Blake Griffin didn't play his rookie year. And still took a long time to develop into being a three-point shooter. And my guess would be, and this is, you know, just an educated guess. And this is why college does matter. You do find out about guys' work ethic is his ability to shoot is going to, it's going to come down to confidence, but also work ethic. Because he does have to change some things. But even if he changed some things, um, volume of reps is what it's all about. Volume, volume, volume of reps. And, you know, you go from there. That's really what you do. So I, and I, I think now the Embiid stuff in many ways can be more difficult to learn. Embiid has a ton of talent. He might be the most talented guy in the NBA, you know, talented in terms of his size, his wingspan, his dexterity, but it's really hard to teach a guy how to play, when to take what shot especially in the NBA where you can sit here and, and say that it's, um, you know, every game is important. You can learn from every game, but because there's so many games, it doesn't feel that important. It just doesn't, it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like there's, there's all that much in terms of importance in every single game. And because of that, if you make a bad decision coming down the stretch, and you blow a game, you got another one the next night. You get another one two nights later. It's that AAU mentality. And he didn't grow up. And one of the things about AAU, when AAU basketball is taught right, or when kids are taught right, they do play a ton of games, so they do have a, a lot more situational awareness. If, again, if they're coached right. If not, then it's the other part. Then they just have, you know, street ball that doesn't matter, and you, you lose, and you don't care. You, there's no consolation bracket. You just play games anyway. But it's harder to teach a kid in his mid and late 20s who's got $50 million in the bank that, hey, that's a bad shot and this is a good shot than it is teaching a guy how to shoot. Basketball IQ is something that's harder to learn than simply shooting a basketball. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 
This was Jarvis Landry earlier today discussing their game against the Patriots on Sunday. Well, we're going to win. We're going to win. I think it's just that simple. we getting guys back healthy again, and we're going to win. I don't, I don't mind that. I mean, what's he supposed to say? We're going to lose? I mean, I guess you could say we're going to compete, but then if somebody says, do you think you're going to win? Like, what are you going to say? No. I, I know we get Doug Peterson's given a hard time when he said they're going to beat the Cowboys. You know, Rex Ryan used to promise wins and Super Bowls. But if that's guaranteeing a win, like, so you'd prefer him to guarantee a loss? or to promise a loss, or to expect a loss? What exactly are we doing here? If people are going to pick apart, you don't have to like the Browns, you don't have to like Jarvis Landry, or Oda Beckham Jr., or their act, or how they do, what they do, whatever. Um, but you can and should, you definitely, definitely can and definitely should. Um, you can and should, understand that there is no other way to approach any sporting event. I'm sure if you ask the Dolphins before every game, hey man, you think you're going to win? Yeah, we're going to think we're going to win. We're going to go there, we're going to win. They played the Patriots twice already. How are you going to do? We're going to win. And why wouldn't you? You're a professional athlete. Plus, you listen to your coaches that have said, look, they're really good, but if we just do this, X, Y, and Z, we'll win. That's what we'll do. So I, I think this is a, I didn't think it was a bad deal with, for Doug Peterson. Like, what's he supposed to say? My team is not going to go beat the Dallas Cowboys, our arch rival? Music, you, you, you played volleyball. You're an <laughs> athlete. Always guaranteed to win, Doug. No, I guess, is, is there any difference between coaches doing it versus players doing it? Is there any difference there between, like, we know players are going to be running their mouths and always going to be, you know, arrogant almost to a fault type of thing whereas coaches should be the one who you know try and keep everything in check and don't give people bulletin board material you know and and because with the Doug Peterson thing like DeMarcus Lawrence specifically said after the win for the Cowboys he was like yeah that definitely motivated us so I mean I guess if it's a player you could sort of understand where they're coming from whereas like coaches maybe shouldn't be stirring it up in that respect hmm um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, don't, you know, I know that Belichick doesn't, but do you think Belichick thinks that, you know, like we, we do the same thing where it's disingenuous when you say a team's got a really, you know, when Lou Holtz, as yeah, yeah, Citadel's got a great chance of beating us, right? Like the Citadel has no chance to beating you. And, and when Bill Belichick says something nice about the Dolphins, nobody in fact believes him. I, I just, there isn't a locker room you can walk into anywhere in sports where, the players don't think they're going to win. And if it is, then they haven't been coached very well because coach's job, one of the coach's job is to give a team confidence to, to believe, e- even if it's almost impossible to believe that they can, in fact, win a game. You know, the only time I have heard coaches act like they didn't think a, you were going to win was when it was so obvious that you were going to win, they used it as kind of reverse psychology and motivation. Byer, did you ever have that in high school where coaches like come in and they're like, man, these guys, they're, they're real. They're going to come in, they're going to kick your butt, whatever. And almost, <laughs> that only happened when it was, when they were trying to convince you it was going to be a game. Yes, I'll tell you, I will say this. They tried a lot of different things for some of the teams that I was on. But, you know, the, uh, yeah, the, 
man, this team has got something for you. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. For and sure. And do you have any, do you have any problem with 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 the with coaches and what they what they do what they you know? No, no, I I I have no issue whatsoever. I I just I mean how. I mean, is this dating back to Namath's guarantee that like any guarantee? And I know like you, you harp on it and, as well, but it's just, it is so absurd to me. I mean, there were games that I played, Doug, that I knew we probably weren't going to win. This, you know, like I'd love to believe that every game that we were entering, we were going to win. But there were some, I was just like, all right, this may be a little tough for us tonight. May may not get there, but it doesn't mean that I in games that I thought maybe we had a chance. I was guaranteeing victories. It just it's just absurd absurd to me. I don't remember being in a game that I didn't think I was going to win. And and this when I was at, I was only on one real bad team when I was in college. That was at Notre Dame. We took some we took some beatings. We took some licks. I just don't ever remember being in the locker room going like, man, we got no shot here. Maybe that's the arrogant self-confidence that you, that I have, but I don't ever. I, I literally don't ever remember thinking we're going now. Now at halftime, you might come in and look at the score. We're like, we're going to lose. You know, you're <laughs> we, gonna have to yeah. DG. You're gonna have we, to deal with the fact that we were you're also lose. zero and nine in high school football my junior year. So that that may have played it made played in. You didn't win a game. Did not win a game. Came close wow. twice, but. Did you get a horseshoes and hand grenade? You want the horseshoes and hand grenades award? Is that what you want? <laughs> no, no, but that just tells you on what kind of what kind of season it was. Yeah, not I, a good one. You know, no, no. I do think when you're trying to reach a team, to, though, back to your coaching point, you'll try whatever's necessary, right? I mean, oh to, yeah, oh yeah. Shake them up. Yeah, you do the lollygaggers thing and 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 throw bats at them when they're. Yeah, you gotta have a, you gotta have a feel for how they're going to respond, just like any individual player, right? Some guys take coaching well. Some guys you got to get in your ear and no always question. harp on them. Like I think it's the same thing of feeling out a team, of being like, all right, what is what does this team need? Just like you would any individual. Byer, I want to ask you about the Vikings. Actually, music, you too. Oh. You guys, Byers into the Vikings? Absolutely, I buy into them more than Green Bay. And I'm dead serious. I'm not Why saying that? it. Because I actually think that they outplayed the Packers for much of that game. And I I like – and I didn't believe in the Vikings coming into this season. But if they run the ball like they have been with Dalvin Cook and with that defense, I I mean, yeah, I'm. they have more weapons than Green Bay does. Oh, uh, so, yeah. Yeah, when healthy. Yes. Yes, they have more weapons. Yeah. Better running back. Two big time wide receivers, uh, tight end Rudolph slightly better at this point in his career than both the guys that Jimmy Graham and Mercedes Lewis. I would say, although Lewis combined those two, maybe I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know if you saw this. The Vikings quarterback has used play action thirty five point seven percent of his dropbacks, second highest in the NFL. That's per Pro Football Focus. On those passes, Cousins has eight touchdowns, one interception. And a 140.2 passer rating on play action in 2019. His TD throws and passer rating ranked first among 34 qualifying quarterbacks on play action passes. Right? First, it's no coincidence that the Vikings' employment of more play action rollouts has led to a more inspired play from its quarterback. 31 play action rollouts this season, 18 have come in the past three games. This is from the uh, NFL Network's Tom Pelissaro reported on Good Morning Football that the key to the offense 
uh, for offensive coordinator uh, Kevin Stefanski has been the, has been the details that the offensive line backs and quarterback have paid attention that's helped the play action game click. Like there was a method there to the madness. The madness was, I can't believe how much you're running the football and not throwing the football the first five or so, four weeks of the season. And people were like, man, this is embarrassing. Kirk Cousins in their first win only threw the ball 10 times. But the method was, we have to fully and completely commit to running the ball. Fully and completely. And if we do so, we fully and completely commit to running the football, that will make our play-action game work. We can't, go, we can't do the opposite thing. We can't throw it in order to run it. We have to run it in order to throw it. Does that make sense? Uh, Dan Byer has breaking news. Go ahead, Dan. Breaking news from Fox Sports. This just in, Doug, from Major League Baseball as the Houston Astros have fired assistant general manager Brandon Taubman following the incident that occurred at their uh, after their Game 6 ALCS victory over the New York Yankees. So Brandon Taubman has been dismissed as the Astros general manager. Major League Baseball assisting, or I should say the Astros were assisting Major League Baseball in their investigation. And now Brandon Taubman out as the assistant GM of the Astros. Am, am I wrong to say this feels like a... Um a Ray Rice situation here. And let me explain why it's Ray Rice. He did not be this. He did not beat a woman, beat a woman. But I feel like the reason he's getting fired was the Astros reaction to whatever he did in the locker room. Cause they had two different reactions. The first time they were like, yeah, we didn't really see it that way. The second time there was like some sort of apology and it just gets worse and worse and worse. I don't know. I don't know Talman. He'd have to be the world's biggest idiot if he's going to support Roberto Osuna because of what he did off the off the baseball field. I would at least leave open the possibility that it was taken the wrong way. But I think he has his job today. If the Astros and Talman, if they if the apology was more swift, more sincere, more contrite, um, and some sort of you know the he was because he was suspended indefinitely like an hour ago, and now he's fired. Right? It's like nothing is enough for the mob, and the mob clearly gets him. And uh, he, Doug, as, I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but as part of the statement, this is because it le- leads something to what you said. The Astros said. And this is a quote, our initial investigation led us to believe that Brandon Talman's inappropriate comments were not directed toward any reporter. We were wrong. We sincerely apologize to Stephanie Epstein, Sports Illustrated, and to all the individuals who witnessed the incident or were offended by the inappropriate conduct. That from the Houston Astros. Huh. We were wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So that's them saying like, hey, we. There has to be video of it, right? There has to be. There's video of everything. Video of every celebration, of every crevice, of every locker room, of every place of business, anywhere. There is video. So, I just I think he got fired. Uh, I I would guess he got fired though, as much because of their reaction as because of his actions. That's just the way things work now. I, I also I just don't understand. I don't even like. 
I don't even understand what he was doing. It's not like Roberto Osuna pitched well. Forget about the fact that he beats up his woman. Like, that's despicable, obviously. He was suspended 75 games. And I do think, like, you know, you're kind of between a rock and a hard place here, right? Like, you do want to support your guy. He did serve a suspension, and it's not shouldn't be a death nail on his life and his career, I guess, if you serve such a lengthy suspension. On the other hand, he doesn't pitch well. What are you doing? Going, what are you doing, bud? Even if his intention was simply to support his guy, what, what are you actually doing? What are you doing? Uh, Colin Coward thinks the Bears should trade for Teddy Bridgewater. I'll give you my thoughts next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Kind of fascinating, fascinating on how, uh, yeah, I just, the Taubman guy gets fired from the Houston Astros for, you know, saying how much he loves Roberto Suna, who was their closer, who had just blown a save in game six and did so apparently, you know, like in the face of a female reporter who had tweeted some not so nice things to say about Roberto Osuna. I, I, I'll, I will tell you this, and this is a, a, from a, a different perspective maybe than you've heard. Um, this has nothing to do with violence against women, sexual violence against anybody, you know, violence against anybody, right? It's despicable. Um, but what happens with a lot of these organizations, and frankly, I actually find it happens in media as well is you have people within the organization who are so all in that any sort of criticism they read or somebody tweets about, they internalize, they personalize like it's about them. Right? Like this is a mid-level front office guy who, you know, I mean, look, dude, that's the, his career is, it, it, will, it will take a lot to get his career going again. I'm not going to say that he's, that Brandon Taubman is um, done in baseball, but he's going to have to go to sensitivity training and he's going to have to, you know, write a book and apologize to everybody and probably, you know, work backwards and go into scouting and hide away. Like this is a really hard one to come back from. And he didn't put his hands on a woman like Osuna actually did. And Osuna still has a job and he doesn't. But um, here's what happens. Like, yeah, people have been taking pot shots at Roberto Osuna since they acquired him going back to last year. Right? Like, what, what is the is is the reward that great that you'd have that guy? And I'm sure. He's the guy who wanted to pull off the Osuna trade. And every time that he ends up on the hill at the end of a big game, he's like, told you so. He's awesome. He's a better, he's never been in trouble after, you know, he beat up a woman and got suspended 75 games. After that, nothing's ever happened. But like, dude, it's not your fight. It's not your fight. This is for PR people in college athletics and in the NBA and in the NFL and in college football. And in, in Major League Baseball, this is for GMs and assistant GMs. Like, it's not your fight. It's not your fight. 
Like, Roberto Asuna is a big enough boy. If he's bothered by something that a writer tweets, he, he has, he's welcome to clap back. Or not. But now, Brandon Talman, for whatever reason, is out of a job, and good luck getting another one at that level as assistant GM. Every day this time, I like to play for you a portion of a previous show on Fox Sports Radio or Fox Sports 1. We call it... And now... This was Colin Cowherd earlier today talking about the Bears and why they should trade for a new quarterback. I don't think there's a big market for Cam Newton. Uh, in fact, what I think is funny is I think Teddy Bridgewater sitting out there, and I would aggressively, if I was Chicago, go for Teddy Bridgewater. Every, the perception is Cam Newton's way better than Teddy Bridgewater. Passer rating, historically, Teddy's is better. Completion percentage, Teddy way better. Win percentage, Teddy way better. One guy's got a better arm. Doesn't mean he's better. Jay Cutler had a great arm. It doesn't mean he's better than 90% of the guys he faced. Big arm. does. Joe Flacco had a big arm for a long time. I'm Chicago. I aggressively trade for a guy that just beat me last week. And I don't want to hear he's a system quarterback. This whole league, you know, outside of Aaron Rodgers is a system quarterback. Joe Montana was a system quarterback. Well, he can't throw the ball downfield. When's the last time a team won the Super Bowl that was known for throwing the ball down the field? You win because of defense. You, you win because of long drives. Uh, you, you win because of coaching and sustainability and situational football, not throwing bombs down the field. Drew Brees won a Super Bowl. Peyton Manning at the end of his career wasn't throwing the ball down the field. Brady hasn't thrown the ball big down the field in seven years. Um, Brady can. Look, Teddy Bridgewater played and, and led the – Vikings to the playoffs when the Vikings were playing in open air, remember? Now, he was simply managing a game, but if not for a, a missed, I think it was like a 27-yard field goal from Blair Walsh, they beat those one of the great Seahawks teams. Had them dead to, right beat, had dead to rights beaten. So he can do it, but he's more of a game manager, and what are you going to give up? They gave up their last two first-round picks for Khalil Mack, like, why, if you're New Orleans and you have a Drew Brees seemingly towards the end of his deal, end of his career, and you have the highest paid backup, why would you give him up? Unless somebody wants to give you a first-round pick. Right? See if you can you can flip him to a first-round pick, then maybe. But this this idea that Teddy Bridgewater, and the Teddy Bridgewater is absolutely the answer. Like, you know, he works there because he's been there. It's a different... I, I like the Nick Foles idea a little bit better because it's the same offense. And by the way... Nick Foles and the, and the Eagles, that was the last offense that threw the ball downfield that won a Super Bowl. What does the Fox say? Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Ramos, were you the one drinking Greyhounds last night or was that me? That, that took, that, that button got, that button got <laughs> little sticky. little jam there, Doug. Um, John Brown's going to join us upcoming next. You know, the team is known for defense. The Bills is known for their defense. But um, Josh Allen can make some throws, man. They're just in incredible. I'm going I'm to ask John what they learned from the loss to the Patriots, uh, what this team kind of feels like, and what's the craziest Bills Mafia thing he's ever seen. Uh, plus, we'll talk a little Vikings offense and Pat Mahomes. Why Pat Mahomes is a football guy. Next in the Doug Gottlieb Show. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. 
Do, 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 do. We are going to have a great third hour of the show for you. John Brown will, will be our guest. Uh, he had that 20-yard reception from a uh, touchdown reception from Josh Allen last week. Bills in the all reds. So life is good. Life is fun when the bills are, uh, when the bills are good. And, uh, you know, because their fans are nuts and it does bring us back to, you know, the four L bills when they lost four consecutive Super Bowls. That was a fun team, man. That was a high powered offense and they had some great defensive players. So kind of always interesting to see how, how history views teams. You know, like when, when I when I see those teams, I think of amazing to win four AFC championship games in a row. Um, but I don't know if that's how everybody, you know, like we still you still make fun of the Bills of the four L's. But uh, what are you saying, music? You wanted to get in on this? Well, the Bills Mafia is obviously known for their ridiculous uh, tailgating. And so I just didn't know what are some of your favorite places that you've ever tailgated at? I'm not. A t- I mean, like, I haven't really tailgated that much. Even like, because I know. So you went to Clemson, and I know when yeah. you when you've done like that. you walk around, but I right, like, right. But have you I, ever like, like look the tailgating thing is, it's it's kind of art in the South at SEC football games, little Big Twelve, some Big Ten, but you know you just kind of stand around and cook and drink beer and eat good food, and you know like my my favorite thing to do is is because I'm a quasi celebrity. Is people are like Gottlieb, and you come over, and they like here's beer, here's cold beer. You want some to eat? You know, like whatever. Like it's just the kind of camaraderie. But I can't think of it being my favorite places to go. I guess would be like, look, I grew up going to the Rose Bowl. My sister was a cheerleader at UCLA. For people who don't know, the Rose Bowl is not only beautiful, but there's a uh, baseball fields on one side, and then the other side it's a golf course that you can park on. So, I mean, like pristine grass, great place to sit. It's beautiful. The weather's always good. I mean, that's a nice place. I, I thought Clemson was, I mean, just tailgating is everywhere. It's a small town. The stadium's right there. There's the Tiger Paws on the on the pavement. You know, take you right to the stadium. Um, and it's just kind of everywhere on campus. There's little spots to tailgate or whatever. Alabama has changed dramatically since I visited there as a basketball player 20 years ago. And it's changed dramatically in the campus. Like all of the sorority houses and fraternity houses have been completely like torn down and redone. And they're amazing. And they kind of all lead just around the stadium. Um, and there's, there's tons of tailgating everywhere. I don't know. It's generally good. You know, I, uh, any tailgates, and, usually a good tailgate. Yeah. I mean, you're drinking beer and eating, eating food. That's not necessarily good, good for you, but not terrible for you. Yeah, uh, the NF the, the difference is NFL to college football tailgating. There's a much greater percentage of dudes, right? That's really, that's really what it is. <laughs> and the ratio of NFL games isn't quite like what you see on a college campus, is what you're saying? No, because college campus is not just, you know, like yeah, there's there's beer drinking bros, but the girls go as well, and then. You know, with alums, it's a it's a high male demo, but also you know, guys bring their wives and they get you know the wives get together and they get into tailgating and like I'd I'd say like college stadiums feel like 80-20, whereas NFL feels like 90-10. 90-10. 90-10. Yeah, and and they're all wives, you know, like you're not 
bring your I don't think you bring your girlfriend really to an NFL game. John Brown joins us, Buffalo Bills. Uh, was that a what's that route called? That's a seam route, right? Like it's a skinny post that you scored a touchdown on. Yeah. But what's skinny it actually post. called? Like like to the to the rest of us, what will we call that route? Call it a post, skinny post. Skinny skinny post. Yeah. Uh, John Brown joining us in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. What's that feeling like when you line up and and you're like, oh, this is going to be a touchdown, right? Like, it's got to be hard to not get excited knowing who's checking you, you know, outside leverage, the ball's coming to you. What's that What's that feeling like? Uh, um, it's an exciting feeling, but, um, you know, one thing, like, you got to think of is like, okay, like, I got to make sure I get my depth. I can't be too quick on the route. You know, and it'll mess everything up. So, you know, like, you got to really, like, try to keep patient, stay patient, you know, so it can be a good time. Yeah, and you also have to remember, like, the other thing is you got to remember to catch the ball. Like, so oftentimes you're like, all right, route depth. All right, you know, don't give away. Don't don't, don't make my eyes dart. And then you're like, oh, oh what am I forgetting? I got to catch the ball. I got to yeah. catch the ball. <laughs> you definitely got to catch the ball. Do you look faster or slower in the all-red uniforms? I think I look faster in the all-red uniforms. I tend to agree. I think that's an underrated <laughs> thing with those with the reds is it makes you generally the white uniforms make you look or or you white white cleats make you look faster than black cleats. But I feel like the red yeah. uniforms make you look faster. Yeah, you're right about that. Um, John Brown joining us in the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. What's Josh Allen been like? Oh, Josh Allen's been um great all around. You know. He's a dude that works hard, you know, like willing to learn from his mistakes. He kind of um, remind me like of Carson, like Carson and Drew Stanton. You know, he carry himself like a veteran. In what way? Like, what does he do that was like, man, you, you feel more like a vet? Uh, he takes charge, you know. Um, he's always in the film room. He's learning. And, you know, he sit down with his receivers and tight ends and running backs and try to see what we're thinking. You mentioned Carson. Of course, you played with Carson Palmer when you were in Arizona, Arizona, and then you know Baltimore for la- for just last year, in uh, into Buffalo. You haven't hit the cold weather yet. You played a little bit of cold last year in in Baltimore, um, but you played in some cold weather games, but nothing like what what Buffalo will throw out at you. Yeah. How do you how do you prepare as a guy that played most of your career indoors for what's coming? Oh, I uh, I just got to be ready, you know. Um, to me, it's just a mind thing, you know. I can't think about the cold, you know. I just got to focus on playing, you know. That's that's my main thing, just not even trying to think about it. Josh is a guy that we know can throw the football far. There've been some that have questioned his accuracy. How has that improved, or how has that been in your short short time in Buffalo? Oh, uh, um, you know, just his throwing overall is. It's crazy, you know, just for a young quarterback to come in and throw the way he's throwing. And, you know, he he's one of the best on deep ball throwers in the league right now. He can really sling it. Oh, man, he's got a huge – furthest you've seen him throw a football? Oh, uh, I mean, I done seen him overthrow me a few times. I never, like – well, actually, during the game, I seen him throw the ball far up in the stands. So, you know, that was real impressive. John Brown joining us on the Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. Have you, when you, I'm like, when you come in the stadium, you don't hang with the Bills. Have you seen any of these Bills Mafia people? Oh, I see them all the time. 
I um I actually you know I stopped for a few of them you know after the game you know signing little autographs for the kids but the fans are real great here. Yeah, it's they're they're like the board the good kind of crazy, but there's a little crazy to it. <laughs> yes, I agree with you on that. John Brown joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. It, how what's it been like since the Patriots game, right? Because you haven't. The Dolphins aren't very good, right? But a win is a win, and the, the, the Patriots have beaten up on them. It felt like because Josh got hurt, it was a missed opportunity. How has this team, at you being the veteran, how have they reacted to that one loss? Oh, uh, you know, um, we still we still came in confident. You know, we just knew that we had to eliminate mistakes, and we had, we just got to um, look forward, and we got to continue to play. And, you know, one thing like here, you know, we – we say the game's not over until it's over, and we've been doing a great job of that. The defense, obviously, is spectacular. Um, on one hand, you guys don't have to be successful in every drive because the defense can carry you. On the other hand, sometimes that leads to the play calling being a little bit more conservative. What's that like to work with? Because there's a little bit of it last year when you were in Baltimore, even with Lamar kind of late, right, where you played the defense is so good that – you know, if you don't, if you get third and long, like let's just take a, a drop off and let's kick it and let the defense play. But for you, a guy who's a volume guy, you know, had over a hundred targets twice early in your career. What's it like to be with a team that uh, that is the Oakley playing to the strengths of the defense? Well, you know, one thing I am blessed, you know, in my career, I've played with a lot of great defensive teams, and you know, just going into a game, you know, like. I don't really like that situation. You know, I'd rather be like times where we help the defense out, you know, like, I, but, you know, I'm not a coach, so I can't be in that situation. I be want to be aggressive all the time, you know, like, but, you know, our best is yet to come, you know, on offense, you know, where we can help the defense out. Um, all right, so Eagles upcoming. They're a little bit beaten up. What are you seeing on tape? I see um, a great team, you know, like, you know, their record doesn't define them. You know, they're going to come ready to play. You know, those people get paid just like we get paid. And, you know, them coming off a loss, I'm sure they'll come in real confident and ready to go. Well, listen, congrats on the touchdown reception, on the early success so far in the season. Continued health to you and your teammates. And uh, hope you get break out those red uniforms again because you do look fast as hell. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. That's John Brown joining us from the Buffalo Bills. Pat Mahomes and Drew Brees are different types of dudes. Actually, they're normal types of dude for a different type of sport. We'll explain next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Look. We're guys. We don't do the smartest stuff in the world. Right? I tell the story to my kids all the time. When uh, I think I was in second or third grade. Uh, I grew up in a town, Orange, California. Heart of Orange County, Southern California. And I went to an elementary school, K through three, called uh, Jordan Elementary. The Jordan Jaguars. And next to Jordan Elementary now is a little park where, you know, it's got, uh, there's like a dugout kind of ditch that has like an island and it's got water and it's very nice, very pristine. When I was a kid, 
I don't re- I don't know why they dug out the ditch, but it I think that was they were building this park and maybe ran out of money. But whatever it was, it was like, you know, probably at a grade of 30 degrees. You go downhill at like 30 degrees. And the lip of where it went down to eventually now it's like a little mini pond, like a big pond or mini lake was like a little jump. And then there's another grade, uh, probably at 35 degrees or something. And so all of the BMX kids, this is back in the BMX days of the 1980s, used to hop on their bikes and then, you know, roll down and jump off the little lip. And they were so cool. And I was not a, I was like a wannabe BMX. Like I had a bike that said BMX, but nobody in their right mind would be at like a BMX park riding my bike. That just wouldn't happen. So, um, so one day it was raining and my mom worked about 25 minutes away. My dad was a basketball coach. I don't know where he was and we were off school early. And so I chose to go down the ditch by myself. And, you know, I was like getting up the nerve, getting up the nerve, getting up the nerve. I finally go down the ditch and I go off that lip and I get some air and I lose my balance and crash and scrape myself up. Cried all the way home, pushed the bike all the way home because I thought it was broken. All that really had happened was my handlebars had spun completely around. So it seemed like it was broken, but it really wasn't. Just I was in tears and I had scrapes on my knees and other places. Well, my mom came home and she's like, what are you doing? I was like, I grabbed the ditch. So um, I found this to be funny. Like, I, My mom asked me why I did that. And my kids asked me why I did that. And I said, well, I was a boy. We put ourselves in harm's way for no apparent reason. Like, it, it, I, I, maybe it was the thrill. I don't know. Or it just, but it wasn't like my friends were watching. It was like I was trying to be cool. I was just trying to do something that I didn't think I could do. And sure enough, I couldn't do it. And I felt like such a loser for doing it. I bring that up because boy machismo on steroids is football guy. Right? Like, who are your favorite ex-player football guys, right? Who doesn't love Brian Baldinger, who's, who has that finger that sticks like sideways? Or the Ronnie Lott story where he cut, off his, he cut off his pinky finger in order to play in a playoff game. These are amazing stories of guys doing guy things. You know, you should probably get that fixed. Ah, cut it off so I can play in the game. So when, when I said that Andrew Luck not wanted to come back from in rehab again, was, you know, the most millennial thing ever. People crushed me. But what I really meant was, is this the new football guy? Because football guys to me sound kind of like what we're hearing from Pat Mahomes or from Drew Brees. Drew Brees, remember, is on one of the best teams in football. They play the Arizona Cardinals, then they have a bye week, then they play somebody else crummy too. So you're like, dude, you don't play the Atlanta Falcons. You have two wins and a week off in the next three weeks. You don't have to play a snap. We need you for January, maybe February. Here's Drew Brees earlier today on his status for the game against the Cardinals. That's the plan. We'll see. 
What, what will go into your decision? Is it your decision? Just making sure I can be me. Is it strictly your call, or is it the whole organization? What will go into the whole final decision to see if you play? I think I'll tell Sean if I'm ready, and he'll believe me. You said making sure you, you're you. Do you feel like you? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I do. But, man, i got to get into practice and get some live reps, you know? I just need, I need some competition. Need some competition. I gotta, I gotta feed off competition. I gotta, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's interesting. Pat Mahomes could play Sunday night against the Packers. He took second team reps. But it's like, why? Right? What's the deal? What's the, what's the big deal? Why would you play? Like, the Chiefs are gonna make the playoffs. Now, do they have home field throughout? Probably not. Patriots are probably going to get that. But, I mean, Chiefs lose playoff games at home all the time. doesn't really matter. But, but here's Chris Carter, Hall of Famer, former wide receiver. First things first on whether or not Pat Mahomes will play this weekend. This is what the greatest football players ever played this game. This is what they have done. The reason why the league is what it is in this brutal sport. Guys have played through being injured and Chance in their career. That's what the league is made on. So it's going to be hard to keep Patty Mahomes. Just as you were shocked that he was at practice yesterday, I'll be shocked if he's not under center on Sunday, especially after participating in a Wednesday practice that you don't have to. He could have easily sat out Wednesday, Thursday, said, I'm going to test drive it on Friday, which is the normal routine. But he wants to play because that's the football mentality. That's what we were talking about with Andrew Luck. It's a football mentality. It's a, if you're injured, go see a doctor. If you're hurt, get out there and play. Get out there and play. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Vegas! Bring out the bottles! R.J. Bell. The show is called Straight Out of Vegas. It follows our show every day on the Doug Gottlieb Show. He also has pregame.com, the official odds provider of the Associated Press. And you can follow him on Twitter at R.J. in Vegas. And yesterday he took over the third hour of the show, which uh, we appreciate that. I picked up a couple of affiliates because it was better than this show. R.J., let me, let me start with tomorrow. Uh, you know what? Let's start with tomorrow night's game. Okay. Or excuse me, tonight's game. I'm sorry, it's Thursday. Tonight's game, like, feels like a stinker, but is the spread is, is the spread so big that you would actually take the Washington Redskins? Well, first, Doug, I've readjusted my resume, and and it's uh, uh, guest host Gottlieb third hour leads the way now. I would I would say that actually is that we should have led with that as well. Right. <laughs> you are you are correct. It was a true honor, and, and I say that sincerely. So thank you. Um, I actually like this game, and and literally, we've been doing hits for years. I bet, you know, you think back on it, I'm laying doubles in the NFL two, three times a season. I'm laying over two touchdowns, even less. I actually like Minnesota here. And the reason is, and this is something exclusive to pregame.com straight out of Vegas, no one else has uncovered this. If you actually look at these really jumbo favorites on Thursday. So anything over 10 points, those teams have done exceptionally well. And I think I understand why. So let's define what exceptionally well is. One, undefeated, 
22 and 0 type thing when it comes to the straight up. Now you're thinking, hey, big favor. Yeah, you should be undefeated. Okay, maybe. But and now and again, you're going to have those upsets. But here's the number that really matters 17, 4 and 1 against the spread. Think about that. 17 winners, four losers only, one push. What's the rationale? It's that when you have three days rest instead of six, and the game plan is difficult, and I think the analogy in college basketball, Thursday game, Saturday game, during the tournament, let's say, coaching matters less. All the theory matters less. It's like roll the ball out, see who's better. I think on Thursday NFL, when a team is this much better and the other team doesn't have a chance to coach themselves up, and then in a way – especially if they're on the road, it's like, man, it's going to be tough enough to win this one. It's a short week. There's probably a sense of defeatism right off the go. I also think Washington could be, in fact, I think they are the second worst team. I think Cincinnati's a little bit better than them. Miami's the only team worse. And I don't think everyone thinks Washington's that bad. I know they know they're bad, but the thing about Washington, last point on the game, Jay Gruden was not a good head coach, but he was a heck of a good OC and when he left, the OC left, and what we've seen is a prehistoric offense for Washington. No, no question, no question. It 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 is a it is a prehistoric offense, and that's I mean, look, that's what you get when you get Bill Callahan, who has you know chosen I'm going to run the ball and I'm going to. Um, all right, what's the game you like most this weekend? Uh, you know, I actually like, and I don't think, and I'm going to check the update on the line. I don't think this talk about Mahomes is affecting the line but as of yesterday or as of this morning i like kansas city i'm gonna check it as i'm talking kansas city plus four in this game and here's why if you look at the adjustment between the look ahead line to this game and their host in green bay and the line now it looks like about an eight point adjustment if you do the math now most people are going to say okay he might be the most valuable player in the nfl i think he is we think he is in vegas eight points sounds right i agree But here's what everyone's missing. The line was adjusted about three points the last week or so prior to the injury, downgrading Kansas City because Mahomes was beat up. Obviously, the Colts game got hurt in that game, entered in, uh, you know, as he was going into the Denver game, there was a real downgrade. So if you look at where Mahomes was a couple weeks ago, a healthy Mahomes, to where it's the absence, the line move is over 10 points. No player in NFL history has ever moved the line over 10. Aaron Rodgers, about five years ago, did about 10 points. So to me, is Mahomes the most valuable player in the history of the NFL? I don't think so. I also know Andy Reid is great off a bye. Well, he's got a half a bye off of the Thursday game. And I also know Green Bay, historically no good on the road. They've played five home games this year. So to me, I want to fade Green Bay on the road. I want to play... KC, because they've been overreacted to. Mahomes out. Kansas City, best bet of the week. Mm, best bet of the week. Uh, I'm struggling with Arizona. Like, I don't want to believe. I don't. I don't want to think they're any good. But they are 3-3-1. Three, three and one. The tie was a comeback first week of the season to the Detroit Lions, who are pretty good. And it's, it's not that they beat the Giants last week. It's that they ran the ball against the Giants, which everybody says they couldn't. Now, their wins are against the worst teams in the league, right? Giants, Falcons, uh, Bengals. Those are three bad football teams. They're taking on the Saints, who we don't know about Drew Brees. How does Drew Brees affect this line with him now saying he may want to play? So you're right about those wins, bad teams, but Arizona was an underdog in every Ask one of the those USC. Games. 
every one of those games, Arizona was the underdog. So to me, it, it's super impressive that they've that they're three three and one right now. And I was a skeptic like you, and I was a skeptic both with Kyler Murray uh, at the Super Bowl last year. I was standing next to him. I'm like five ten and a quarter if I'm standing up straight, and I was towering over him. So he is, you know, he's five eight if he's anything. The idea of five eight exceed uh, doing well, exceptionally well in the NFL, just doesn't feel right to me. Then you have a college coach that, if you take out the Kansas games, was like thirty three percent win percentage in the Big Twelve. It's like, come on, but they are doing it, and I like the evolution. It was so much passing early, and every week that goes by, it feels like Kingsbury's learning the college concepts are going to work and what isn't going to work. I love the evolution. I'm still not an optimist, but I'm impressed. Personally, when it comes to Breeze, I, I, I find it to be the only – and let me ask you, Doug, the only reason he'd be playing is the whole Tom Brady mentality that he hates the backup getting any time – you know, Wally Pip style, because, hey, who knows what's going to happen? Do you feel like he might be rushing back because he is kind of fearful that this guy's going to take his job, if not this year, maybe next year? Well, but just, just so you know, they're all fearful. They all are. Phillip Rivers, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, they, they all, none of, them, none of them want the backup to play. Uh, but I do think he'd be like, what's the points? Arizona, you're at home, you should win. Then you have a bye. Then you have the Falcons. Like, bro, we need, like, you're good in December. You're good in January. We don't really care if you're good in October. And what's fascinating is no one, and I don't know if you've heard any whispers of people you trust, but no one I know is sure, is, is, is exactly sure what happened last year, Thanksgiving on. Because Breeze before that wasn't right. having a good year. He was having a great year with advanced analytics. Really great. Then he was average from then on. Was it just fatigue? At a certain point as you get older, uh, and, and you see, you've seen it with Brady for years. Remember, not this Super Bowl most recently, but the one prior was off of Deflate Gate, where he had the first four games off. He was so much better late in the year because he was only playing his 12th game, let's say, late in the year. Breeze missing these games, to me, has a big advantage, especially now that they've won these games, because the fatigue factor becomes so much less. So it, it strikes me that a couple more weeks off – Maybe he is rusty that first game back. But, boy, it seems like you're going to be better off in July with Breeze rested than not. And, I, I, in January, I, obviously. I yeah, apologize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, I'll, I'll tell you a line we didn't see coming the, to start the year. The Patriots are a 13, they have a 13-point spread as of right now with the Browns. Like, I think the Patriots are really good. I think the Browns are a little bit dysfunctional, and they played great uh, defensively. You know, against Sam Darnold, he was seeing ghosts. <laughs> but there's another team that's only beaten up on bad teams, and I'm not convinced the Browns are a bad team. I think they've been playing bad. Let me ask you a question. You know, uh, I've been friends. I've been lucky enough to be friends with Colin for, you know, like seven, eight years now. I know you guys are friends. What do you think it is with Colin and Sam Darnold? It feels uh, like... I, I think he thinks he's really good. I do, too. Yeah, but I mean, is it, like, like literally after the ghost thing, he spent like seven minutes talking about how, hey, that's a teaching tool, that's a term they use. And it's like, okay, maybe, but it's like it was it's a, a very, horrible, horrible It's look. a very commonly used term in, in I, the NFL. Yeah, fair enough. But why is it that we're only hearing it from him for the first time? Because nobody else would let their second-year quarterback be miked. And <laughs> the fact that – and nor would that be cleared. But it has been said. It is said, whatever. 
And oh yeah, by the way, like he may have stunk Monday, but he was really good the week before against the Dallas Cowboys, wasn't he? I, I got to be honest with you. You, it sounds like you guys drank the same Kool Aid somewhere. So I, yeah, I think I, he's really good. Uh, I got to be honest. Let, let me. I'm going to pose this question to you, and okay. let's ponder it. Who's a top dozen quarterback in the NFL? And I think top dozen is how you win Super Bowls. That's in their second year was playing this poorly. Meaning, oh, he's young, he's young. Wait, is, is Sam Darnold playing poorly? Well, I think that, I think he had one of the had five bad game. worst games of the last five years. Yeah, no, he had a terrible Monday game. Night. But like the, again, the week before, they beat the Dallas Cowboys in Dallas. I, and then in yeah, week did, one, it did happen, they right? lost to Buffalo at home, right? So three games. I, let's agree to this. If he's at the end of the year, Darnold, playing similar to he did in the three games, a cross-section of those games, his season stats, he continues the rest of the year, are you going to be concerned? Um. Yeah, if I keep, if he keeps playing this poorly, yes. But I'm also kind of reasonable. They weren't supposed to be good. They're they're talking about trading Robbie Anderson now, right? You know, talking about trying to be bad. Um. But again, like I have the balance of like I've seen him play really well. I saw him play. He was terrible Monday, terrible. But it happens, and it snowballs, and it gets worse. So yeah. And it's probably a good segue to the Patriots again here against a young quarterback. And to me, if you look at the stats, people do say, oh, it's rookies versus Belichick. If you actually extend it to second-year players versus Belichick, he's outstanding. And to me, as a Belichick uh, aficionado, where I really read all I can about him because I think he's a true genius in football, he seems to embrace the old-school military academy. Not so much like the, 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 you know, hit the sled a bunch, but rather honor, duty, this is the way you play. And it just strikes me Mayfield is the new generation, and, and that's fine. A lot of people don't like it. A lot of people do. But, boy, it just feels like Belichick, who generally is going to be prepared, I think if he can make Mayfield look bad, I think there's – and, again, this is conjecture, obviously. I have a feeling that, that that's something he's highly motivated to do. I actually like the Patriots here, though I probably won't bet it because, again, lane 13. Awesome stuff. R.J. Bell, Straight Out of Vegas is the radio show. It follows ours on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks so much for taking time. My pleasure. Thank you, Doc. Uh, it's one only R.J. Bell. Pregame.com and at R.J. in Vegas. You want to follow him on Twitter. Big news in Major League Baseball regarding a huge storyline surrounding the World Series. Get to that next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Every day at this time, I'd like to get you caught up on all the stories of the day. We do so by getting to the press. The press. Dan Byer, what's, give me all the stories. We start Doug in Major League Baseball. The Houston Astros fired assistant GM Brandon Talbin following an investigation into comments that he directed towards a female reporter following Game 6 of the America League Championship Series in the Astros' statement. They said, quote, we were wrong, end quote, after claiming in a statement earlier this week that Sports Illustrated was trying to fabricate the story. Yeah, I, look, I don't know what actually happened in a locker room. I would say that Brandon Taubman, if in any way he was taunting a female reporter who had some nasty tweets about your closer who was suspended 75 games for domestic violence, like, what are you doing? You know, what are you, what are you doing? What exactly are you doing? Um, Osuna didn't even pitch that well. 
I mean, I would guess that like this is his guy. He personalizes tweets against it. And but let's like also put a little bit of blame on the Houston Astros because they did not come out fully apologetic and suspend him immediately and then be, be able to like, hey, if they didn't find something like you can go back. Um, it makes them look it's like the Ray Rice thing. People forget Ray Rice was given this uh, two game suspension, which wasn't enough. But at the time, it was actually the biggest suspension ever handed down to somebody who committed domestic violence. Brandon Talbot has not been uh, accused of nor convicted of anything but domestic violence. He's just an idiot. He just and lost his job. President Trump says that he's going to attend Game 5 of the World Series on Sunday in Washington, D.C. That is, if there is a Game 5, Nationals up 2-0 on the Astros. So Houston wouldn't have to win either Friday or Saturday for the president to attend that Game 5. That would be funny if there's no Game 5. He's like, well, just go play golf because that's kind of what I want to do anyway. <laughs> he shows up anyway. Oh, he shows up anyway? That'd be good, too. He's like sitting there. He's like hitting wedges in the outfield. Yes. <laughs> the, the, the new craze of the... Turning the ballparks into golf courses. You yeah. Know, they do yeah. in Anaheim. They've done it in San Diego. They do it uh, with City Field in New York, too. Yeah, yeah. He'll just get an early start on it. Uh, you mentioned Saints are getting quarterback Drew Brees back a little bit earlier, saying that he plans to play on Sunday. Other NFL news, Sam Darnold limited in practice today because of a toe issue, not a ghost issue. Ha ha. New York Daily News says the Jets are looking to trade wide receiver Robbie Anderson prior to Tuesday's NFL trade deadline. Roger that. So, yeah, I mean, uh, Rob, Rob, the fact that Robbie Anderson survived this long, considering what he said to uh, what he said to a police officer when he was pulled over for speeding one day, was pretty amazing. Shows that he's he's obviously got a ton of speed, but that guy's got some issues. Bunch of NBA news to get to, Doug. In advance of tonight's season opener against the Rockets, Bucks forward Giannis Antetokounmpo claims that he didn't say what was quoted of him in a Harvard case study. Now, the quote was acquired by the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, and this was the quote that the case study is attributing to Giannis, saying, quote, I want the Bucks to build a winning culture. So far, we have been doing great, and if this lasts, there's no other place I want to be. But if we're underperforming in the NBA next year, deciding whether to sign becomes a a lot more difficult, end quote. When Giannis was told about that quote, he responded, quote, the last, what is it called, quote, paragraph, it's the words that I didn't use, underperforming or whether or deciding all those words I've never used in my life, end quote. I tend to believe him, right? Yeah, I think I, so. I, I, I mean, you think a guy who grew up in Greece, and he speaks good English, but do you think he's using the words like underperform? Like, I don't, yeah, that... That feels like you're taking what he said. Doesn't mean he didn't mean it. Yeah. Right? Like it's very important. It didn't like if they if they underachieve, if they don't, if they stink, doesn't mean he wouldn't th- think otherwise. We we want, by the way, we do this all the time. We want answers to questions which we're not even close to being ready to pose. I'm as mad as hell. Bucks tonight, by the way, open their season against the Rockets, who also open their season. You also have Clippers Warriors tonight in San Francisco as the Warriors open their new arena and obviously start right. the season without Clay Thompson and no more Kevin Durant. What do you going to whoop them? What's that? Clippers are going to whoop them. I'm not sure they win 42 games. Ooh, interesting. You hear yeah. the story about Celtic Center Taco Fall? Set out yesterday against the Sixers. Now, he wasn't going to play anyway, but he's in concussion protocol after hitting his head on the ceiling at the team's practice facility. That's amazing. <laughs> What's amazing is if you've ever been to these practice facilities, college, pro, whatever, they're all built like supersized, right? The ceilings are higher. The showers yeah. are higher. Everything is higher. Okay. But, like, I don't know. Did they actually – so 
what was seven foot? I guess even the doorways, if they're like seven foot four, he hits. So he, yeah, he's concussed from it. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking like, how would you make it for someone who's seven four but not seven six? Like that's that doesn't. Pretty cool. that, no, it's not cool, Charles Barkley. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, the Athletic says that Sacramento Kings forward Marvin Bagley Jr. going to miss four to six weeks with a fractured right thumb. The uh, Kings, by the way. Had their opener yesterday, losing to the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, that's not a good sign for the Kings. Granted, on the road, but they didn't get beat. They got walloped, and this was supposed to be a year in which they started to turn some things around. Yeah. Now, we may have previewed some of this with your interview with R.J. Bell, but uh, Conor McGregor is back, Doug. Ask the UFC who the opponent is because I do not give a who the opponent is. January 18th, the return of the notorious Conor McGregor, 12 weeks this Saturday at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. That will be the beginning of my season. There Stay it is. We're too close. Stay on target. Conor McGregor making that announcement today in Moscow that he's going to be back fighting after the new year. And apparently he's also starring in the new Star Wars. Is that right, Ramos? Is that, is that where? <laughs> it's more of a comment. Right? It's more of a comment. Just stay, on, stay on target. Sort of right. kind of done with Connor. Kind of. Sort of. Right? Like, so he, he, did, he sold out to go box and made a bunch of money. Then he's lost his last two UFC fights, right? Like, kind of done. I'm good. I'm, I'm, if we didn't hear from Connor McGregor again, I'm good. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. Ramos, who do you like tonight? The Redskins are 16.5-point favorites. Do you bite? I do not bite. You take the, 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 the Vikings. That is correct. The Minnesota right. Vikings. What about you there, uh, Ryan Music? Lay them and lay all of them, Doug. Let's go Vikings. Uh, all right. Um, this man, Dan Beyer, not only is the best golfer on staff here at Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> The young he, golfer he also, on he's staff. Also, he, he also, yeah, he also, don't, don't, you don't let the facts get away to good story. He also said the Vikings are better than the Packers. So, 16 and a half, who are you taking? I'll go with the other guy. I'll go with those uh, Ryan and Musics, uh, Ryan and John's pick, Vikings. Me too. I'll take the Vikings. Doug Gottlieb Show, here on Fox, my picks tomorrow, Sports Radio. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Traveling for one of the big conference tourneys in Nashville or Minneapolis this March? Do yourself a favor. Stay at Graduate Hotels, Bridgestone Arena, Target Center. Their hotels are close to both tournament venues. So why would you stay anywhere else? I love staying at the Nashville location, and I'll be at the Minneapolis location for the Big Ten Championship. And if you're one of my listeners, you can save 30% off with the promo code DOUG. That's DOUG, D-O-U-G. Good at any Graduate Hotels location, up to 30% off. How do you do it? Really simple. Book today at graduatehotels.com. 
Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. After six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you.